Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Welcome to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast, where you'll get tips, tools, and training for new and aspiring copywriters, plus a few things even the established pros will want to know. My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 15 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. The Filthy Rich Writer team and I are here to teach you everything we've learned in our years in the industry so that you can craft a successful copywriting career of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Welcome back, everybody. Hey there, Kate. Hello, hello. Hello. I am excited as usual to be uh, to be joined by our fabulous head coach, Kate, um, especially because today is a topic that I know that she can add some extra insight into. And the topic is, is it really possible to make six figures as a copywriter? Um, spoiler the, alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> the answer is yes. yes. And yep. thanks. We'll see you at the next episode. Yep. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> we will dig into it a little bit more than that. But yeah, short answer. Yeah, it's absolutely 100% possible. Kate, why do you think people question that so much? Ooh, good question. I think the biggest thing is because so many other writing careers aren't paid well. You know, if journalism, editorial writing, uh, fiction, you know, writing a novel, it's, it's great prestige and, you know, amazing when people can get published, but, um, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't pay the bills, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think to me, I think that's why people are, are most shocked. And I think, I think there's also a misunderstanding too of what copywriting is, which we've talked about already, but um, because it helps businesses make money, it, it is paid well. Um, but I think so many people who don't know about it think, oh, blog writing or, um, you know, other types of editorial writing, um, why would you get paid well for that? Like anyone can do that, right? Anyone can write some words on a page and call it a mm-hmm. day. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is that I know I heard it when you were, when I was growing up, <laughs> when you were growing up, I heard it when I was growing up. Uh, well, and I grew up before you did. Yep. So there. So maybe you did hear it um, when I was growing up. So too. maybe I did. Yep. Um, and I know that you heard it and I know that it's really common because we hear a lot from our students as well is that idea that, yeah, if you want to be a writer, you can't make money. So you have to be comfortable with the idea of either sacrificing yourself for art or working a day job and mm-hmm. writing in the evenings. Yep. And 
I think um, to your point, it's that idea of something you've always wanted, but had been told again and again that was impossible to actually find out that it's that it's possible mm-hmm. that you can use these skills that you have as a writer and you can be paid well for them because it's so valuable to companies and organizations. You know, I talk to, I've been doing a lot of podcast interviews lately, and I talk to entrepreneurs every other day and they will say things like, we, we will talk about it and we'll agree that you can have the best product in the world, but if the messaging is cruddy, it's not going to sell. Mm-hmm. Whereas you could have literally a white page with black text on it, no pictures of anything, but if the messaging is really good, you'll be able to sell or persuade people to take an action or something along those lines. Entrepreneurs understand how important copy is. Businesses understand it, and it's becoming more and more understood. People are, are valuing good marketing more than ever before, and people are valuing the the messaging that that has to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, too, part of the problem is that people, if they have dabbled a little bit in writing, um, they have seen how poorly some industries get paid, Some, especially like content writers. Um, as a whole, and we have a whole other episode about content versus copies. So if you're curious, check that out. But, you know, there's some content writers that are getting paid like 10 cents a word. So no kidding, it seems impossible to be actually to actually be able to make six figures as a copywriter. Mm-hmm. Without burning out, too. Yeah, exactly. But like, let's say, and I'm opening up my my phone, uh, my phone calculator. But you know, if you want to hit $100,000 a year, and let's say you do sales pages, and you can do any kinds of projects and so many different kinds of projects too. But let's say you do sales pages for 1500 bucks a piece. Uh, and then so over the course of a year, sales pages for fifteen hundred bucks a piece, which probably probably a little bit of a discount considering mm-hmm. they're such important pieces. But let's be real conservative and say sixteen hundred bucks a piece. Excuse me, fifteen hundred bucks a piece. Over the course of a year, you need to do sixty-six of them, which ooh, that sounds like a lot. Divided by twelve, that's five. Over the course of a month, you would have to write five. I'm sorry, five and a half, five point five repeating. <laughs> so one or a couple a of those months than- you have to write six. Yeah. But out of the course of an entire month, you're not, you don't have to be like working your fingers to the bone, writing a blog post and, and working every single moment of the day. You're writing five, maybe six sales pages a month. And that hits you, that gets you to six figures. Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways to go about that with the math. I mean, it's 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 doable in many places too. I think one of the things people um, get very hung up on pricing as copywriters, and there's no one size fits all. And so, is it possible to hit six figures? Yes, and that goes for anyone anywhere. Um, but some of the factors that are going to contribute to kind of how you get there is yes, your location potentially. You know, I always use the example of where I am in a small town in North Carolina is going to behave very different than someplace in New York City, just mm-hmm. inevitably cost of living. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, if you're working with clients from all over, it, that might not come into play as much. Um, but the other big factor is your experience level. As you gain more and more experience, you're going to be able to charge more and more. And to your point, that sales page that was $1,500, maybe it becomes $2,000, maybe it becomes $2,500, maybe it becomes $5,000, whatever it becomes. Um, and you're going to get faster too. 
Um, so Still putting out quality work, yes. but just being able to do that quality work a bit faster. And yeah. potentially being able to take on more projects. I know I found I can take on, you know, more clients than just one or two because I, I can I can manage that work that workload as time goes on. Um, and then the other piece though too is whether you're full time, part time doing it as a side hustle, you know, how you're gonna hit that mark is gonna vary if you're working part time versus full time versus side hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. As a side hustle, could you hit six figures? Absolutely, but I don't know how much side hustling you want to do. <laughs> That's a lot of work. That's that a is, lot of work. I mean, if you're you're only working nights and weekends, and you still want to have a life, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So you gotta gotta weigh what 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 are your priorities? What are your goals? How does hitting that number come into play? Is it the most important aspect? You know, it it might not be. It might spending more time with your family might be yeah. more important. So you might say, okay, I can still make you know seventy five thousand a year, but have a little bit more time. Um, to spend with with family and friends and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So um, lots of variables to, to consider when hitting that number. Yeah, that's a great point. Your desired income level is very personal for you. Mm-hmm. It does depend on what you want your lifestyle to be, but also what expenses you have, um, all, a million different factors. Okay, not a million, but a lot <laughs> of different factors. You know, how much disposable income you want to have. But the nice thing about a career like copywriting is that you can come up with your number and then you can hit it and then you can say, hmm you know what, do I want to try for a little more or do I want a little bit or, or, or was I busy and you know what, I feel like I, I want actually to work a little bit less and I'd be comfortable making a little bit less income as well. You can dial it up or dial it down as needed. You know, if you have a vacation someday when we get to vacation again, if you have a vacation <laughs> coming up and you want to get in more work, if you have a vacation in three or four months and you want to get in more work now mm-hmm. so that you can take that time off, then you can dial that up. Or if you want to be saving up for a vacation, you can dial it up mm-hmm. or dial it down. If stuff is getting busy at home, kids are crazy, then you can dial it down. But it's it's depend- dial it up and dial it down by adjusting the number of pitches that you are sending mm-hmm. out and the work that you are taking on. Um, but yeah, that's a really great point. Y- you know, is six figures possible? Yeah, absolutely. But you may not find that you even care enough mm-hmm. to hit six figures. You might hit that goal and be like, that was amazing. But you know, I don't actually want to work a full time mm-hmm. You know, you know, I actually kind of want to work closer to part time. And that number gives you an income that you're perfectly happy with. So it is, it's a very personal choice. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think on the other hand too, there's there's folks that maybe think, well, if I hit six figures, how high can I go? How high in the six figures? And I think there is a certain kind of limit just based on how much work you can do, how much you can realistically charge your clients. You know, mm-hmm. if your goal is to hit a half million, you're going to have to come up with a different strategy than just writing copy. You're going to need, you know, are you going to create an agency? Are you going to offer, um, I don't know, consulting services that supplement the the copywriting work you're doing? Um, mm-hmm. Whatever it is, but to, to hit a number like that, yeah, you're, you're going to need to evolve kind of <laughs> the business which yes. hey if you want down down the line absolutely absolutely go for it yeah. yeah um i was just talking with one of our students the other day who said that her her end goal eventually she would like to get to that agency place and that's great mm-hmm. cuz yes 
as a service provider doing the work for them, six figures, totally possible. Seven figures, probably not. Mm -hmm. You would have to be charging way more than what a lot of people are willing to pay in order to make a million dollars as a as a copywriter. However, as Kate was saying, as an agency owner uh, or consulting, you know, if a company brings you in and you teach all their people how to write copy, especially with bigger corporations, you can charge a lot more for that. Mm-hmm. But strictly speaking, if you are being a service provider, um, six figures is is probably at least now in the current economic climate six figures and a little bit above that um not into seven figures yeah 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 and i think the the one thing to do is really set your first goal that attainable goal if you've just started out okay what's what's my number that i want to hit and then once you hit that reassess that goal and come up with your next goal and is it hitting six figures? Is it building an agency? Whatever it is, but writing your goals and writing the steps you need to take to achieve them. So if your end goal and starting out, you're just starting out, yes, I want to create an agency, great. But build the goals between that. You know, you don't go from zero to 60 uh, overnight. So Or 100K as it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so really actually, you know, write them down. Um, and review your goals, whether it's on a quarterly basis, annually, for sure. Um, and when you're starting out, it you might be reviewing your goals a little bit more often than someone who's been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but make sure you're setting them and taking the steps you need to take to eventually get there. Because otherwise, you know, you're, you're not going to get there if you don't have the, the steps in between. Yeah. Well, and, and setting those goals, too, it it can help propel you to the next goals. You know, if your goal is like six figures and you're slogging along, first of all, too, you're not going to know that you've hit six figures until you get close to the end of the year. And that's putting in a lot of time. Whereas if you start out with like my first goal, to land my first client, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is a big win in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And we celebrate that every day in our Facebook group. Um, so first goal, to get your first client. Then maybe your next goal is to have your first $1,000 month, your mm-hmm. first four-figure month. Mm-hmm. And then maybe your next goal is to have a, a – maybe it's – you depends on you. You know, Maybe yep. you're like, all right, I did $1,000. i am going to try for $2,000 next. Or maybe you're like, ooh, okay, I'm really going to push myself. I'm going to try for a $5,000 month. Mm-hmm. And then once you hit that $5,000 month, are you trying for – or, you know, seven, eight, because then once you, as you attain each of these goals, the next one becomes so much more possible. Mm-hmm. So sitting, sitting here and going, okay, I'm not making any money as a copywriter, but eventually I want to make 120,000. So I want to make $10,000 a month. That's stretch that's way too big for most people to make. So if you, if you're having trouble wrapping your mind around that, it's not your fault. It's way too big of a stretch for most people to to be able to get to. But if you can say, all right, I got my first client and that was a, a four or $500 project. Okay, well, then my next goal is 1000 And then you hit that and you go, all right, I can, I can see myself scaling. So when you get to the point where you're like, I just had a $10,000 month. It felt possible getting there and it feels possible to continue to do it. Yeah. That's why people talk about SMART goals, which I know it's a fun acronym for it, but you want it to be specific. So creating an agency is is not very specific. Hitting a $4,000 month or whatever number is specific and it's measurable. That's the other, that's the M in SMART and then attainable. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I forgot the R on the team. I was just going to say, I always forget the R. I wonder if Kate's going to, I think it's something like reasonable or something like that. 
I want to say that it is, which although that would also be attainable. Yeah, right. Mm. Mm. I, I don't know. I come prepped with, with my analogy. The, the first part, it's, I feel like, is the important part. <laughs> Specific, measurable, attainable. Uh, um, really awesome. And then T oh, for <laughs> terrific. There you go. Um, no, but to your point, I mean, it, it is those first part that is oh. the most important thing. Oh, go, go, I remember go. the T. Still don't know the R. T though, time, time based. You want to put a, oh, put, yes, a put a, you know, so if it's Q1, I want to hit this by Q1 or whatever it is so that you're not just pushing out your goal and pushing out your goal and pushing out. And that goes for any, you know, smaller goals and the tasks that you're going to do to get to that larger goal as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so putting What's, it in time relevant. Exactly. Which, and we're copywriters. We work well with deadlines. So this is a deadline you have to give yourself. I'm going to get to my first $1,000 a month by January or mm-hmm. whatever. And then you do the work that you need to do. Go through the steps that we give you. Mm-hmm. Take that action and you'll get there. So the R is relevant, which I think is goes back relevant. to our point of maybe you don't want to hit six figures. So if why make your goal hitting $15,000 a month if that's not mm-hmm. – relevant to the lifestyle that you want and to your larger goals and what success means for you. So mm-hmm. if it's not relevant, don't do it just because you feel like, oh, I have to make more and more and more. And I feel like there is somewhat of that culture of like, I've got to always be increasing, but you don't. If you're mm-hmm. happy, you know, making five, eight, whatever the number is, awesome. That's- yeah. Then live that life and yeah. enjoy your life. Yeah. There's no need to burn yourself out to hit $150,000, $160,000 a year when you would be much happier with less and living a, a, a better life, mm-hmm. spending more time with your family and your friends. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. I agree. And this is, I want to say too is that it is possible to hit six figures as both the freelancer mm-hmm. and being on staff. I will say, though, or I should say we will say, it will take longer to get to six figures on staff. Mm-hmm. Whenever anybody else is controlling your income and controlling your salary, it's going to take you longer to achieve your goals. Um, and also, you're going to be a lot more limited by the location mm-hmm. of the company that you work for. If the company that you work for is in Manhattan, you'll be able to get to six figures a lot faster than if your location of the company you work for is in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're on staff, you might be able to get to six or you might find it easier to get to six figures working as a copywriter during the day and then taking some freelance work in the evening, you know, mm-hmm. $80,000 worth of copywriting on staff work and 20000 worth of, of freelance or however you break that up. Um, but that is something as we're talking about this, uh, this is something we want to make sure to mention that on staff versus um, versus freelance does have that that difference because when you're on staff, which then believe, we've both been on staff mm-hmm. for, for various companies and have loved it. Um, but there are different considerations when it comes to who is in charge of how much you make. When you're a freelancer, you are so much more in charge of how much you make. Whereas with uh, when you're working for a company, the company is largely in charge of how much you make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the other thing to think about too is we're talking just um, income. You know, the, the the number that you're bringing in from clients. So that's not taking into account. Um, 
you know, if you're on staff and if you get healthcare and if that has a significant value to you, or if you value having, um, you know, paid time off, or if you like controlling it as a freelancer, being able to, you know, um, like you said, ramp up the work when you need to or ramp it down or, you know, just taking time off or taking your computer with you on vacation, whatever it is. There's so many, so many elements to what makes up a dollar value. And so I think when you think six figures, it's also smart to think of everything else outside of that, that might matter to you. Um, Mm -hmm. And considering the tax implications, you know, as a freelancer, you're, you're hitting six figures and it is easier because you're getting paid more because you do have greater tax implications, which isn't to say that you're, you're making less per se. Like you said, you do have greater control over the clients you're taking on, the amount you're charging. Mm-hmm. And so you do have more control over the amount that you end up bringing in, um, yeah. which you can then factor into all of those other things like paying taxes. And if you have to cover yeah. your healthcare and all of those sorts of things. Yeah. And to be clear, you are paying taxes no matter what. If you (laughs) are on staff, (laughs) you're paying taxes. It's just been taken out before you get that paycheck. When you are working as a freelancer, you are taking that money out for your taxes after you get that check from Mm -hmm. your client. So you are still, you're not paying, you're not paying, uh, you're not not paying taxes when you're on staff. And then all of a sudden you are paying taxes when you're freelance. That's not how it works. You just, you see, sometimes it feels like you're not paying taxes because it already taken out by the time you get your paycheck when you're on staff. So you are are still paying taxes in both. Um, And yeah, we should say too, that when we say six figures, we're talking about gross income. Mm -hmm. So before tax is taken out and, and is it possible to hit six figures after tax is taken out? Probably. Great. Give it a shot. Let us know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But, uh, but so that is, that's, that's always um, something to kind of keep in mind as well. You know, you always want to keep your, your finances in mind. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of different figure factors that can go into it, a lot of different things that you can play with. And throughout your career, you can be a freelancer, you can be on staff, you can be a contractor, you can be a combination of the three. You can live in Des Moines, you can live in Bali. Um, it's really up to you what you want your in your your career to look like but what we we really want to make sure that you take away from this is you can feel free to dream big mm-hmm. you can be a writer a copywriter and make a great income mm-hmm. it's a hundred percent possible yeah the only thing i would add to that is just you need to have that training mm-hmm. you need yeah to, exactly you know, Um, Exactly. The only thing that's going to prevent you from earning as much as possible or as much as, you know, realistically possible with the amount that you can take on um, is is uh, not being able to write. That's literally the only Mm -hmm. thing I should say not being able to write, but not having the skills and the training in copywriting to be able to uh, charge clients what you you can charge and, you know, getting Mm -hmm. those repeating clients because you've done great work. So, yeah, as long as you're you're learning and getting the skills you need, then then, yeah. Dream, mm-hmm. dream real big. Yeah. Yeah. You do have to know how to write copy to get paid to write copy. I can make a mean grilled cheese sandwich, but no <laughs> one is going to pay me six figures to be an executive chef because I don't know how to be an executive chef, mm-hmm. which is tantamount to like, I know how to put together a good sentence, but I don't know. How, I do. Someone <laughs> knowing how to put together a good sentence, but someone at the same time not knowing all of the strategies and techniques mm-hmm. and, and, myriad of different elements that go into writing copy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a great point, Kate. Mm -hmm. 
That's a great point. Um, so yeah, dream big, guys. The opportunities are plentiful, uh, and there you've heard us say it before, and we guarantee we'll say it again. There are so many more opportunities out there for copywriters than there are skilled copywriters to meet those opportunities. Yep. So 100%. keep dreaming big and keep working. Yeah. Okay, so thank you for joining us for another episode. Uh, and uh, be sure to catch us for the next one. And of course, too, by the way, if you have questions that you want to have answered on an episode of the podcast, or maybe you're watching it on uh, YouTube, um, be sure to send it in to us. You can send them in through our website at filthyrichwriter.com or follow us on Instagram and shoot us a message there. All right, thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks so much for joining us on the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a minute or two to leave us a five-star review. I read each one and they mean the world to me and our team. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to keep learning, follow us at Filthy Rich Writer across social media and on the site. And of course, if your interest is piqued and you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at www.freecopywritingtraining.com. Talk to you next time.